Hey, what's up? This is Tia. Hey, loves. It's me, Val. And thank you for joining us for another cup-filling episode of Crown Chronicles. Although many times a queen's crown may slip, only together can we bear the weight that comes along with wearing it. So join us as we indulge in life-changing conversations, respecting the healing journey and the path each one of us travels in obtaining complete fullness, peace, and joy. But um, how has your week been? My week has been really, really good. Um, I had a really good release yesterday. Yesterday was Tuesday. Yeah, I had a really good release yesterday. Um like literally cried but it was like one of those silent cries you know what I mean and it was like you know every now and again you need those you have so much built up inside Mm -hmm. and oh my gosh I just feel like ever since then I've been feeling so much lighter I was feeling really heavy and just because I just felt like you know again sometimes just moving around doing a lot, thinking about a lot, trying to handle a lot, trying to do a hundred things at one time, knowing good and well you can't. I just feel like I got a little overwhelmed and it was like, okay, I sat there. I've been and with the kids being gone too. I'm able to really hear myself, hear my thoughts, you know, just everything kind of really love on me and spend some time, give myself some time and give myself some attention and show up for me in a way of just, being able to sit there and have conversations with myself. Okay, what are you doing right now? You know what I mean? Like, what's making you happy? What's frustrating you? Why are you overwhelmed? Okay, what do we need to do to you? But to really have that time to sit there and have those moments without being interrupted or without feeling like I only got 30 minutes to do this mm-hmm. because I need to go figure out what these kids gonna eat for dinner. Like, really having those break, those breaks as um, mothers, parents, adults are so necessary and I can say I miss my children do not get me wrong but I have so much peace because I know that they're okay Mm -hmm. so you know what I mean that's why when you asked me that (laughs) over the weekend I'm like no because it's like yeah I miss them but they're okay you know what I mean like and and they needed that too though Mm -hmm. it's so important to me for Zoe to be able to spend time with her dad for that, you know, for that amount of time, uninterrupted, you know what I mean? Waking up, seeing him, going to bed, seeing him, him just seeing her, him being able to just see her for who she is and not for a hot second. I think that's just so important. So I'm so happy for her. I'm so thankful that him and I are at a place where that's something that we can arrange and we both feel comfortable with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we both know like, I, and just the fact that I know that they're good and that she's good and that my wishes and, you know, my concerns are all heard and understood and respected by him. That's so important to me, too. Like, regardless of what type of ups and downs we have um, on a personal level, I really do appreciate the fact that he respects me as a mother yeah. and never, you know what I'm saying? It just, <clears throat> excuse me, never goes against my feelings. And the way that I want to parent her and, and, you know, bring her up. So again, it just brings me a lot of peace and I'm able to really just connect with myself, get back in front of God. I feel like too, I had just been so almost, I don't know, like I had to really 
I don't know. Like now that I'm saying here saying this to you, I feel like in a sense, almost like I've been, um, I don't want to say avoiding God, but almost in a sense, like I wasn't being intentional with taking that time out to yeah. really talk to him. You know what I mean? And that I think too, that's a lot of the reason why my spirit was so unsettled. Mm-hmm. Because it was, you know how they, I've seen memes that say things like, um, people, it's something like, uh, people avoid you when they know they've wronged you. I don't feel like I've wronged God, but I do feel like he knows. And I know that I haven't yeah. been giving him the time that he needs and that he deserves. And so I, I really have realized that the last few days I've really been talking to him and I've really been getting back into, um, you know, my, my praying and just my meditating and that has also helped me so much. Like my spirit feels so much lighter. And I think it's because it's like, I faced my truth with that. Mm-hmm. I was feeling so bad because I, I know that I wasn't doing right by not coming before him the way that I need to. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. These last few days have just been so needed, so refreshing, so, um, Man, when I, I'm going to cry because I just think about my growth, being able to actually be honest with myself first to recognize the things that I'm doing wrong and how I need to get myself back on track. That is such an amazing feeling, though, yeah. to have clarity, to know what you need to do to be better for you. I haven't always been there, so it just yeah. it feels good to sit there and and recognize that and then okay to know that I am equipped with the tools to process all of that and then to get to a better place and get over it and I'm not just sitting in that funk and not and not understanding where to go what to do and why am I feeling like this so yeah it's a beautiful feeling that's good no I love it friend and I thank God for allotting you that time he knew you needed mm-hmm. it. His needed it and I thank you for you know being obedient taking advantage of that time because you could have used that time elsewhere and did other things and fucked off or you know what I'm saying but <laughs> yeah be told like you could yeah. have um but you was like no nah, let me just sit with myself you know and now, don't get me wrong I've been having my little fun too I'm sure but, but you, you know your time and mm-hmm. did what you needed to do for yourself no, for That's sure. Good. For sure. That's good. Yeah. What about it. you? How was your week? How have things been with you? I would say I've just been on a high. Mm-hmm. I have truly just been living. I would say I've been living in La La Land and I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. Um. So last Friday, when I forgot we were supposed to meet, um, mm-hmm. You know, I had a showing that day and um, it was a group of women who were coming. They uh, booked two days with me that okay. day. It was a Friday and a Saturday for a women's conference. And um, yeah, they were so like, they were so warm and their energy was so good. And they were just giving so much great, you know, positive feedback about the venue mm-hmm. and um and before they left, they were like, can we pray for you and for your business? And I was just like, absolutely. And I just mm-hmm. loved it. I was like, y'all gonna make me cry, you know? And I mm-hmm. just thank God. He just always brings the right people 
with good energy, who's just positive, like every person who has stuck foot in there has just, you know, they just have like a really positive aura about them. And then on top of that, they're offering really positive feedback. They have nothing but great things to say about the venue. And, um, but they were just praying for me. And I was like, man, I just received that. And I just left there. They just instantly was like, yeah, we want to book, um, both days. And, um, so that just got my Friday started off right, honey. Like I was gone. I up and left and Angel was trying to dip off with me, but I was like, Mm -hmm. I had to put her on ice just for today. I'll be back. I just want to be by myself. <laughs> I said, come on, be by herself today. She was like, yeah. I said, thank you. Baby, I took advantage. And then you texted me talking about, we using the same link. And I'm like, oh, shoot. And I just got lost in just being by myself. But um, so that was good. And then um, I've just been doing a lot of daydreaming, friend. And it mm-hmm. just feels so good because I know God is bringing me there. Like, you can't tell me you can't tell me that what I'm feeling and what I'm seeing isn't real. Like you can't tell me that it's not about to happen. And I've just been staying in that space. And I thank God that he's brought my husband to a space where he's coming around. Remember a while ago, I told you, I said, I used to get so mad because I would come to him and I'd be sharing like my thoughts and my dreams. I'm like, mm-hmm. and I just got this fire in me and I, he wasn't giving me the reaction I thought what you were looking for. Mm-hmm. No, at all. And now he has like this burning, he has this fire in him. Like he is just like focused and we could sit up and daydream together and be excited together and i'm just like thank you god but again it just went back to show me that everybody's timing is different he didn't come around when i wanted him to come around but he's coming around now um and just focus just focus just on a high just being positive just Mm -hmm. being intentional about our day like today is going to be a good day it's going to be productive Mm -hmm. i'm gonna learn something i'm gonna you know, and just, it's just, it makes such a difference in your day when you wake up and you decide how your day is going to be, you know what I'm saying? Like, and that's just kind of where I've been. And so I don't know. I had two bookings Friday. I had a show on Monday, two showings. They both booked, like the bookings are coming back. They just, and God, he's just knocking my socks off. I don't know what else to say. I'm just ready for the next step um, and just preparing myself for for the next big thing. And in this podcast, I've been doing a lot. Of, well, I've always, David, for years, mm-hmm. I've dreamed about what we were going to do and what God has called us to do. And um, I just spend my time thinking, friend, I just... Like I said, living in La La Land, but that's good. That's good. We got to. need it. Yeah, you have to for sure. And then I was listening to um, a podcast, what was YouTube with Mm -hmm. EYL, you know, and uh, they interviewed Steve Harvey and he talked about that. He talked about how important, it was like five things. I can't remember all all of them, but one of them was dreaming, imagination, Mm -hmm. faith. And it was two other ones. Those are mm-hmm. the three I mostly um, remember. And I know I daydream a lot, but then ever since I watched that interview, like that's all I do now. I'm just, mm-hmm. like, you know, I know we have our dreams and things, but the imagination could just take you so far. So far. And so just far. having faith in the things that 
haven't even came to fruition yet, you know. But mm-hmm. but God's proved Himself time mm-hmm. and time and time and time again. Like baby, if I just run it back real quick, and it's crazy because then TJ, what was it yesterday, the day before yesterday, he accidentally stumbled upon like a whole to do list. It was like three pages of a to do mm-hmm. list, and it was like okay, find the property, do 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 do. Like it was three pages worth of it, and literally everything that was on there has already came to fruition. Like, mm-hmm. dang, he's like, I don't even remember really, ma- he, he remembers making, he's like, man, I was really focused. Cause it was, you know, <laughs> right. like, I was really focused. And then to come and stumble across that, it's just a beautiful feeling. And mm-hmm. I remember I've done that a while ago. I have, remember I wrote me like a mm-hmm. worry list and I turned to do it into a prayer list and I stuck it mm-hmm. in my Bible. And years later, we're moving and I'm going through things. I found a Bible that had all my little notes and highlights. Mm-hmm. And I stumbled across this piece of paper that I mm-hmm. forgot all about. And it was like God had literally checked off everything on that. I list. think I had shared that with you that not too long ago that happened for me too. I want to say it was back in January, like at the beginning of the year, um, around my birthday sometime. And the same thing happened to me. Like you said, just I found a piece of paper, but it was like some scratch paper on one, mm-hmm. on one side of it. It was work stuff. And the other side, it was just like goals, plans that I had, mm-hmm. things that I was manifesting. And I stepped back and I realized like, oh, wow, all of this has happened. That's so important, though. Mm-hmm. Like that. And I just saw a clip. I want to say that I found in my phone that I had screen recorded and it was with uh, Left Eyes. And it, she was just basically speaking about what you're talking about, being able to dream and, you know, imagine yourself doing certain things or imagining, you know, certain things happening for you. But she was just saying, like, if you can dream it or if you can just imagine that it's happening, it's already done. Like that means you can go get it. That means it's a, it's obtainable. Like it can really happen. You just have to manifest it and put in the work to get it there. Mm-hmm. And to that point, I was having a conversation with my cousin Saturday morning and she was just telling me about how um, within her career, how she applied for a position, um, just like one that was going to really take her there to the next level. And she thought she had it in the bag, but they ended up giving it to someone else because they were more qualified. And one thing that really stood out to me is she asked, uh, once the recruiter got back with her to let her know that she didn't get it. She said, well, you know, I would really appreciate any feedback you guys can give me to just let me know what are some things that I could do differently. Um, You know, just what, what kind of feedback do you guys have? And they gave it to her and she thanked them for their time. She thanked them for that feedback. And because she did that, another position, just like the one that she had applied for became available, but it was at an even better property. Like it was just like even bigger than what she thought she wanted. Mm-hmm. And I was just telling, she got it. Mm-hmm. And I was telling her, like, to, I told her that was due to your obedience and the way you received not getting that job so many people look at um someone saying hey not right now or it's not your time or you didn't get it as mm-hmm. a complete loss and they're discouraged or they feel defeated and they instantly give up but the fact that she even took the extra step to say hey how can I be better what can I do yeah. differently and it was like to me that was her showing God that this is something I really want and I'm willing to also do the work because obviously where I am right now 
I need to be, you know, doing a little bit more. So what can I do? And I was just so happy for her and so happy to hear that. Like, yeah. I just love hearing people really taking the time out to be better. Mm-hmm. Being open and able and ready to receive that feedback. Yeah. Pointers, even and if not allowing it. Yeah, not allowing it to discourage them, but yes. just having that understanding that, okay, God got something else for me. Absolutely. And look, the very, I think I want to say like a couple of days or so later, he did. Yeah. Like, the way he tests us sometimes, like he sit back and say, I'm going to see if she does or he does. You know what I mean? And he yeah. throws it out there at us. Like, uh-huh. I think it's so amazing. Like, I mm-hmm. love the way he, how his his plans for us are so just huge so much bigger than what we have for ourselves like we'd be selling ourselves so short god be uh-huh. like really that's all uh-huh. you think you are that's all uh-huh. you think to me okay let me show you something uh-huh. like oh my gosh girl i got goosebumps just thinking uh-huh. about it like the ooh, ooh, i love it he's so good yes. <laughs> Cause he do. He he's funny. He's showing out. Girl. <laughs> you got me. Okay. What else? Yeah. Not for I real. love it. That's what's up. Well, congratulations to your cousin, cause that's yeah. the bomb. That's the bomb. Um shoot, I was gonna say. So a lot of times when I listen to like, cause I listen to um a lot of like um self-help financial type of podcasts the majority of the podcasts I do listen to are just about finances or ways to create mm-hmm. other streams of income because that's mm-hmm. the money that we're on right now and um they always start with a lot of people when they hop on to these like whether they're webinars or podcasts, they just want they just want the gyms. Just give me the information mm-hmm. on how to do it. Mm-hmm. And they completely overlook all the mental stuff, all the mindset info that they're giving you. Um, they're not really taking heed or they don't feel like the mindset part is as important as how to get this business up and running or how to get your credit right. But you cannot the mindset is the key. Come on. If you don't have the mindset, if you don't have the confidence in yourself, and this is a topic that we are going to touch on today is about, you know, how do you talk to yourself? Mm-hmm. Um, your confidence level, how are you loving on yourself? How are you believing in yourself and encouraging and motivating yourself and, and, and you know, things like that. But I was having this conversation with TJ as well, my husband, because a lot of times that has been he's had like a mental block right because he's had he can become like easily angered or he doesn't have patience or he can just have you know the wrong perspective he's looking at things from the wrong angle um but he's coming around i'm so proud of my husband it's refreshing for me because i'm always like the positive one like where's the silver lining i've always been like the cup is half full versus he's more so the cup is half empty Mm -hmm. but you cannot and i just say cannot that is before you become successful at anything you have to have a good attitude a positive attitude have the right mindset because they say all the time it don't matter how much skill you got 
but if you have a poor attitude, you won't go very far. The person with a better attitude is going to go a lot further than the person with skill. Absolutely. And so when I hear these things, I really just dive in, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's a reminder to myself. We're all human. We all have our moments where we begin to doubt ourselves or we find we, we don't even realize it a lot of times that we're constantly if we constantly say like man i'm so broke or man like i ain't gonna never have no money i ain't never it's always something (laughs) yeah it's always something Mm -hmm. like you gotta catch yourself and so um i kind of just want to dive let's let's dive into the importance of self-talk and let's kind of just share our own experiences on how you know what whether it's seasons or moments or a couple years in our lives or where we weren't confident and we did talk down to ourselves without even knowing and how did we overcome what was it when when did that pivot happen mm-hmm. when did that pivot happen for you because you kind of just led with with that at the beginning of the conversation so i'll let you go then since i kind of just spoke about it I'll let you go first to kind of give myself some time you know what I mean to kind of get because I I, I want to dig a little deeper I don't want to just speak from this week you know yeah. what I mean I want to dig a little deeper because me speaking from this week I feel I feel like as if it shows that the pivot happened mm-hmm. I want to speak prior to the pivot right you know what I mean so for you for me so I will say, for the most part, I've always been a positive person. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is a little different than believing in yourself mm-hmm. and um, talking to yourself with love and forgiving yourself. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the key parts is yeah. extending grace and mercy to yourself. Um, So I would say for me is in my twenties, let's go back in high school. Okay. I come from a single mom. My mom again is, she's a Filipino lady, a foreigner. She has no family here. No, no sister, no mom. Literally it was just her and my dad and my mom's kids. And then when I was six, they separated. So I was literally raised by a single mom who worked two full-time jobs, was never home because she was working and providing. Um, She did an amazing job with her four kids. I think my brothers and I did an amazing job at kind of raising each other. Um, But through that, because we're kids, we don't really have anyone there who is intentionally helping us navigate through issues. So yeah. I, being me, I've always been a strong willed person. Mm-hmm. I want to do what I want to do. And then I got, you know, to high school, I was working, I was buying all my clothes, my hygiene products. So I was still bringing home decent grades. So you couldn't tell me nothing. That was me, right? Mm-hmm. In my teenage years, I moved out, I left home before I had even graduated high school. The first semester of my senior year, I moved out and I got my own place, right? But just imagine you're 17, 18, and here you are, you thinking you've grown and you navigating life and you thinking what you're doing is right. Mm-hmm. And the choices you're making is right until you have, you end up pregnant 
and now you have somebody that's looking at you and that's depending on you. That was the pivotal moment for me, I think, is when I started being like, all right, <laughs> what are we doing? What, especially when I got pregnant the second time. Um, that's when I started taking life a little bit more serious. And that's when. What's the time I, of you getting pregnant a second time? So I, I, I had my son at 20 mm-hmm. and then I had my daughter at 22. So okay. I got pregnant before my son had even turned one. They're only like a year and a few months apart. Um, even my choice of men, you could tell mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. she's still very, very young in the mm-hmm. mind, in the mind. Um, but after having my first son, that is what brought me to God, right? And I thank God that I chose him instead of the streets because I very well could have chose the streets and I very well could have went to the streets looking for that love and for whatever was missing in my life. I chose him. He accepted me. He showed me who I was. He showed me the love that he had for me. You know what I'm saying? That he's covered me, that he's kept me. Yes, I was in, he was working on my mental and I didn't even know he was working on my mental. He was putting mm-hmm. me in my small group classes. He kept me, he put me in the right church that I needed at that time with the women mm-hmm. that I needed at that time because they all had a story very similar to mine. So it mm-hmm. wasn't an environment where I felt like they were passing judgment. It was very much an environment where it's like, come on sis, I'm dealing with the same thing too. We are gonna get through this together. We gonna mm-hmm. pray together. You know what I'm saying? So so through all these things, he's showing me that he intends more for me and what love really, really looks like. Now, I didn't get it right off the jump. Don't Mm -hmm. get me wrong. I still left, you know, I separated from my children's father and I still ended up in another relationship that wasn't physically abusive, but it was very much so a mental emotionally abusive right Mm -hmm. now prior to that I had came from two domestic violence relationships when I say throwing blows like dumb shit Mm -hmm. every time I look back I just like girl you were so foolish but it was necessary and I thank God for Mm -hmm. that experience so I didn't get it right away I still found myself in a situation that wasn't healthy I found myself constantly compromising Mm -hmm. one of the big you know, it's the Virgo in me. I see so much potential in you. Come on, mm-hmm. bro. Let's just feel like I can fix him without intentionally thinking, oh, I could fix him. I can make him change. But once I came out of that situation, that's when I stopped. My kids was five and six, maybe six and seven, five and six, around there. Mm-hmm. And that's when I stopped and I said, look, Val, we don't want to talk about what your daddy didn't do, Mm. their daddy didn't do, what this last man didn't do. Why would they, why would my daddy do this? Why, why, you know, I stopped looking at everybody that I could possibly blame. And I had to really look and get real with myself. What is it about you that is allowing this kind of behavior? And I think because for a moment, those times when I was in the church real heavy, I experienced a peace that mm-hmm. I have never experienced. I experienced a peace that you cannot put on a price tag. And so when you revert and you go back to a place of darkness 
and that is hectic and that is not of love that you think is love right mm -hmm. i was digmatized that you think is love and then you come out I'm with be real I'm, I'm just being real that's right. what it was okay? okay it was a good time and then you come out of that i mean and you found yourself in that same place it's like okay mm -hmm. what am i doing wrong i vow from that day that i would never allow anything or anyone to come in and disrupt something i had worked so hard Mm -hmm. So once I came out of that last relationship, I got back into myself. I took time for myself. I didn't want to have to deal with nothing or no BS. I just wanted me, my kids, and God. So I had fought really hard and I worked myself up to a place where I, I found my peace again. Mm -hmm. And from that time, I was just like, okay, I, I didn't even date like I used to because I could just see it from a mile away. Come on. I'm sorry. I made a vow to myself that I would never allow anything or anyone to come in and disrupt something that I have worked so hard for. Um, and I just started focusing on, okay, Val, what can you control? What do you want in life? And during that time, I understood that probably slightly before that. Well, let me go back. I started understanding that I couldn't depend on nothing or no one when I was with my children's father and here I was taking care of two kids with no help. The broken promises. Yeah, I got you. Da, 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 da. But then the day come and you never come through. So mm -hmm. I had made up my own mind a while ago when it came to my kids and providing that it was going to be me 100 percent. And mm -hmm. it wasn't like whatever you got. Cool. That's extra. Thank you. Appreciate it. But never was I dependent upon that. So I think understanding that if you want something in life. You can't rely on nobody but your damn self, period. You just can't 100 mm percent. -hmm. What kind of life do you want to live? Okay, I want to have a house for my kids. I want this kind of career. I want to own this type of business. Okay, what you going to do? You going to sit around? You going to keep entertaining the same bullshit? You going to keep entertaining friends who ain't, you know, focused or motivated? What are you going to do? You know, so I started surrounding myself with just people that I knew genuinely loved me, supported me. Anything else or anyone else, like, I just got rid of. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I knew that God had already told me who I was. Mm -hmm. He already, I, I, pfft, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Don't come for me. Okay. Cause if you come for me, you gonna have to deal with him. And I say that all the time. I am a child of God. I know he loves me and I know he covers me. So you could try me if you want to, you know, but you're going to have to answer to him. And so because he's given me such confidence in his covering, in his love, in his forgiveness, in his guiding, in the way he guides me, um, because I know he's brought me, like you said, from glory to glory to glory. He's given me a confidence that I never had. Mm -hmm. It filled that void that I thought I had. Ooh. It completed me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wasn't looking to that man to complete me no more. I wasn't looking to my mother to complete me. I wasn't looking to my father to complete me. He had already completed me because he had kept me in those times when I was crying 
by myself, didn't know how I was going to feed my kids. Mm -hmm. Bank is empty. Bills is coming in. Refrigerator Mm -hmm. is empty. You know what I'm saying? Like, he always covered and provided. And so from that day, I just knew that I would just rely on him and I would always do my part because faith without works is dead and work without faith is dead as well right so i knew i had to put the work in a lazy man is like you know the bible talks about the ways of a lazy man and just being driven and understanding that this is our life we 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 do have some control over it we have control over who we allow in our circle what kind of energy we allow you know and then just being able to because i'm gonna tell you something there's going to be a lot of times when you find yourself by yourself. And I say it all the time. It's cool to draw inspiration and motivation from your friend, from someone mm-hmm. you see on TV, from a family member. That's fine. But there's a lot of times when you will find yourself by yourself. And at that moment, what do you do? Who do you rely on? Can you encourage yourself? Can you motivate yourself? Can you talk to yourself and say, Val, God has good things for you. Don't give up. You know, be confident. He's giving you all the tools that you need. Go back, you know, like just mm-hmm. be that person that believes in yourself. I know it's hard, it's e- it's easier said than done. Because that's what I was some about to mm-hmm. I was just but, about getting to that point is where I feel like a lot of people struggle. It's not easy to it's sit not. with yourself. That's the hard, that's honestly the hardest part. It's just admitting that you need to sit with yourself and then actually sitting down with you. That's the hardest part. I feel like mm-hmm. after that, the load becomes lighter and it lessens, but you have to do that first. You have to so sit with yourself. You? you have to take some accountability for your actions and for some of the things that has transpired in your life. Mm-hmm. And then you have to forgive yourself. We're all humans. We all make mistakes. We all fuck up sometimes a time and a time again. Again, I bumped my head a few times before I actually got it. And okay. But I will say, and this is me just being honest, when I sat down with myself, it wasn't hard. It was a release. It was fine when, when it clicked. That moment when I was just, I was so heartbroken by all the things that had happened to me, right? That I don't feel like me being real with myself and me holding myself accountable was going to be any more hurtful. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? If anything, it was like, dang, how dare I allow this man to come in and lay with me and he's made no attempt to connect with my children. How dare I allow this man to do this, this, and this, and he's never once, you know what I'm saying? Or just being honest and being honest, and you be like, Mm -hmm. kid, you was out here like that, (laughs) you know? And it's just like, okay, cool, I got Mm -hmm. it, I own it. You was out here on some foo foo shit, bet Mm -hmm. I bet you won't happen again. You know what I'm saying? And you just Mm -hmm. you get up and and. Again, I know, like I said, it's easier said than done, but I think that's why it's so important that we are intentional about those we keep around us mm-hmm. and those we interact with and those we sleep with. Mm-hmm. 
Because that transferring of energy. Because that transferring of energy. That's why it's so important. We're mindful of the music we listen to, the TV shows we watch, because you don't even know what kind of, if you're constantly feeding your spirit and your mental bullshit, it's going to be even harder to pull yourself up out of that dirt. Uh, yeah. out of that out of that hole you know what i'm saying versus when you know you have friends around you who are always positive and who are always reassuring you that you deserve so much more that they see and they believe in you and sometimes your friends and your family see and believe something that you can't even see yourself Absolutely. but that's helpful you yeah. know what i'm saying versus bitches i want to sit on the phone and just sit up and gossip and be on some negative like yeah we about to get him woo, 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 woo. nah fuck him block him let that shit go move on whatever you know whatever it is having friends people who care about you and love you who even maybe from a distance they may they may not be showing up for you physically every day but you know the relationship that they have with god you know the relationship mm-hmm. they have with themselves so even while you're going through what you're going through because i do uh, i feel like this because this is me sometimes when i'm going through i don't always want to talk to you mm-hmm. i'm not answering the phone you know what i mean i need that solitude i need that time to myself but i know that i have people like you who behind closed doors you're constantly praying for me mm-hmm. you know what I mean you're constantly sending me that positive energy you're speaking life into me mm-hmm. from Phoenix to Atlanta mm-hmm. but we're not talking on the phone Ooh. you know what I'm so to me, that's also important like making sure you have a, a good prayer circle and accountability uh-huh. partners because even at times where you're not holding yourself accountable you can count on them to do that for you and you have to understand and know that it's coming from a place of love a place of support you know what I mean and just a, a uh-huh. sisterhood or even if it's a male again just having that support system is so important to me mm-hmm. which goes you know back to what you said who do you have around yeah, you and come on for, I, I can't even say and I wouldn't even try to downplay that was probably one of the key things is when I myself couldn't reach God mm-hmm. I had people that could go on behalf of me yes. who are connected mm-hmm. who have him on speed dial, a direct line to him. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That is so important. And yes, for that, I am so grateful because I do have friends that I know we could pray together. We yeah. can pray for each other. It ain't nothing for us to be like, come on, friend, let's pray. Or if you just come to me with something, I'll just instantly go into prayer, you know? Um, and I have a lot. I could feel, I know my friend. And I know, I listen that was I know what I was about to say next. you just having friends they know you they that automatically knows, know you're going yes. through. like you they know, know it nothing. You I have to know the way it. you respond to a text message okay mm-hmm. I see where we are and like you said can pray for you mm-hmm. even when you don't even know I'm praying for you or vice versa you could pray for me and don't even know um but all of a sudden you coming out of that funk or that task that you kept putting off or you were procrastinating on, you woke up one day and you ready to go. You hit the ground running. Yeah. That was that support. That was those prayers. You know what I mean? 
that's so important to me. That's so necessary in my life. I have to have those type of people around me Mm -hmm. feeding my spirit up close and personal and from a distance. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to say one more thing before we talk about Um, forgiving a self. So I just want to use my father as an example. Mm -hmm. Um, bless his heart so I'm not gonna play with you oh, for real so my father again my mom and him separated when I was six so during this time my dad was going through a lot okay he was laid off from his job him and my mom separated and then his mm-hmm. dad passed away my papa passed away all this happened in like one year okay in one year he lost his job, which was a really, really good job. He was laid off that he used to provide for his family. He lost his, his family because my dad um, is an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. And so that is what wore on the relationship. It wasn't because he got laid off that he lost his family. No, that was just something that was coming. And then I think when he got laid off, it brought him into drinking even heavier than what he already was. Mm-hmm. Then his dad passed away. So ever since then um my dad had not been able to pull to this day has not pulled himself up out of that space so as years when i was six i'm 34 now you know and Mm -hmm. he blames himself a lot because he wasn't and then eventually not too long after they separated he started doing drugs so then he was on drugs an alcoholic he wasn't present in his kid's life. He looks up, then he got clean on drugs. My dad's been clean for probably about right. 10 years. How old is my son? Right. So about 10 years, he's I been know clean. Been wrong, yeah. Now he still drinks a lot, you yeah. know, but it go, I've had this conversation with my dad so many times. He's so worried, like, man, because he's missed out on so much. Now his kids are grown. You know, I was six, now we're grown. And he feels a lot of guilt and he feels a lot of shame. But do you think me and my brothers is up tripping off of him? Right. I said, Daddy, we forgave you a long, long while we were still kids. Yeah. We have forgiven you. We ain't nobody holding on to that but you. Now you see your kids, your kids are living full lives. We have families, we have careers, we're doing good, we're okay. We talk to you all the time. Anything you need, we're here to give it to you. We love you. We show you we love you. And we're doing so well. Mm-hmm. But because you haven't forgiven yourself, and I and I ask them probably at least once a year, Daddy, have you forgiven yourself? No, I haven't. I don't think I'll ever be, forgive myself. And this mm-hmm. is why he is still in such a, a dark place. Like he battles with depression so bad. He still drinks real heavy. You know, he lives in a basement apartment where there's no windows and he doesn't leave the house. Like, you know, and I'm just like, come on now. You have to forgive. At what point do you say, I have made an allowance for myself. I'm going to get up and I'm going to do better. And I tell my daddy, I said, you have given up on us and you have given up on yourself. Most importantly, you have given up on yourself. So when you gave up on yourself, 
it was only inevitable that you would give up on your kids. At mm-hmm. what point do you stop fighting? At what point do you just throw up your hands? Mm-hmm. How? Why? And that's something I'm still, I don't, I don't know how or why. I can't, I can't wrap my head around that. And I think, you know, as a mom, and again, this isn't me passing judgment on nobody. Right. How do you just give up? How do you just give up? I think that's a question a lot of us have, though, in situations like that. And I think it it gets to a point where I get it, you're questioning it, but then you have to get to a place, in my opinion, where you have to just accept it for what it is. You know what I mean? But I mean, that's the question. We've grown, but it just kind of goes to show how forgiveness is really for self. For self, absolutely. For nobody else but self. And we have to forgive ourselves for mistakes and and bad decisions or poor decisions that we've made. Mm -hmm. Truly forgive ourselves um, and move forward and, and try your best to move forward. But that was just an example because we've all forgiven our father mm-hmm. for not being present. Parents, fathers, mothers, you know, whatever yeah. that looks like for you. Yeah, but he hasn't been able to forgive himself and he's still suffering greatly. Because I would like to say, not to cut you off, but there are yeah. a lot of fathers who are super present mm-hmm. and a lot of mothers who aren't. You know what I mean? Like, I. I think that's important for us too to acknowledge because you hear so much about men not being available, not being there for their children, but it's so many men who are. TJ, you know, for example, for, you know, your own husband, he's there, he's present. Um, My children, they're, you know, their fathers, like they're present. I think that's important too, because there are some that's not in there are women who, who, you know what I mean, are choosing to not be there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, and I think you, you can attest to this. Do you remember that time? Uh, we were on the phone since I lived in Atlanta and we were talking. I called you. I don't even remember what I called you for. But remember, it's like I just started having a breakthrough. Remember, I was crying and I was bringing up things from my past. Mm-hmm. And do you remember that time? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So for myself, I think moving to Atlanta, that's what encouraged my pivot. Prior to me being in Atlanta, my story's a little different from yours. Um, I wasn't as positive. You know what I mean? I didn't have that positive mindset all the time. I didn't look at the glass as half full all the time. That just was not me. You know what I mean? I instantly had a negative outlook on life, on people. Um, I always was very defensive. I always felt the need to defend myself. Like my life, my mind, my aura was so unhealthy, so toxic, and just so chaotic. Looking back on it now, um, I was just sharing with one of my friends that when I moved to Atlanta and when that pivot started to happen, I looked back on some of my old Facebook posts and that's what really, I think that was the first time I 
like had a mirror in front of myself Mm -hmm. because it was like these posts that I'm reading this is me these are words that I'm saying this is the energy that I was putting out so it was like a mirror because I was literally cringing reading some of the stuff that I would post Mm -hmm. but it also showed me this is who you are right now this is where you are what do you want to do continue to cringe, continue to be this person that even you don't like, that Mm -hmm. even you can't take and accept, or are you going to make a change? Um, So for me, that had to have been about 2016, 2017. That's when that change started happening, but I wasn't fully there yet. You know what I mean? It's like that pivot started. I was starting to be transparent, you know, sit with myself. I was observing some things, but I still feel like I was running from the truth. I was still running, honestly, from my past, which means that I was running from forgiving myself because forgiving myself meant that I had to admit to some of those mistakes and some of those bad choices and Mm -hmm. admitting to the reality of my life for a long time. That scared me. Yeah. And so I think the day that I had that breakthrough when I was on the phone with you that was the day that you told me that I needed to forgive myself and I I think for the longest I didn't understand that that's all I needed to do like Mm -hmm. that was my final step to actually start my healing process you know what I mean it was like I was recognizing everything that I didn't like that needed to change that needed to be different but that final step was just saying forgive yourself. And then let's, you know, we got it. And when I say we, that's God and myself, like forgive yourself first. I can't do that for you. Like he literally was telling me that. And so I think that day when I forgave myself and I start speaking a lot of those things that I was embarrassed of or whatever the case Mm -hmm. may be. Once I start speaking those things out loud to myself and just putting it out there in the universe, it was almost like, closing chapters yeah letting, you know what I mean like closing a chapter sealing it up and moving forward so that was very important to me once I forgave myself I was able to start being honest with people around me because mm-hmm. I was honest with myself first like I started recognizing mm-hmm. and realizing okay now it's time for me to make that pivot on my own to start being honest with the ones around me so with that came the ending of a lot of relationships relationships with people that I had been friends family whatever for years but understanding and realizing that that could potentially that relationship could potentially um make my growth stagnant or hinder me from growing even more because these same people had a lot of the same ways and characteristics that I was trying to get rid of so that all of that played a part in my pivot and my recognition of okay I need to do better I need to be better but in order for me to do that I really got to be willing to let go, let go of my past, um, let go of people, let go of the fear of what other people would think if I start losing friends and I stop, you know, connecting and 
being in contact with certain family members, that was something I always struggled with. What, what do you think they'll think? Like, what, what, what would they say if they know I'm no longer friends with this person? How is this going to look for me? It didn't matter. It was about what I needed to do for Tia to be able to show up for me because in return, I started recognizing how I was showing up for my children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Angry. Um, I just feel like sometimes being nasty. Yeah. Not handling them with care. Not speaking to them in a way of, okay, I'm getting on you about this, but I still love you and I'm here for you and we're going to talk about it. Just speaking at them. Yeah. All of that. Um, as far as too, when you made, uh, uh, you made a comment about the choice of men, it's so funny now just dating (laughs) (laughs) because before, after my long-term relationship, I felt again, it was image. I felt the need to be back in a relationship for two reasons. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I gotta know that it was him, not me. I wasn't the one with the problem. You know what I mean? When the whole time we both had a problem, like we both had some growing to do. We both were equally at fault for certain things. So again, admitting to yourself, it's not, no, it's not his fault. It's not this person's fault. It's you. How can you fix you? What do you need to do for you? So that whole like reality check. Yeah. Now for me, it's what you said. I can smell bull crap a mile away. And mm-hmm. it's so funny because I used to get offended when people would say, you're still single or, you know, you're not in a relationship. No, I'm not. Because I'm being very mindful of that person that chooses me. When someone comes into my life, I'm very, very aware of who they are. I can smell it. I can see it. I can hear it. Like it's next level for me. Yeah. And again, that all just comes from that pivot that happened. I just uh, want to reword something you said when that person chooses me, when you choose that person, <laughs> you will be, you know, he will be the right one. Absolutely. When I choose that person, and but I guess I made it. that statement because mostly I'm not looking know. for a man. You know what I yeah. mean? I'm not out here trying to find my mate. I truly believe that God will bring my mate into my life. You know what I mean? And Which still is gotta why... do some choosing. We do. We we still gotta do some choosing. We can still say yes or no. But absolutely. I mean, I got what you were saying, but when yeah. he chooses you, when God brings him to you. Because you I feel like at that point when it's him. from God, it's not gonna be much for me to do because it's it's already ordained. It's already yeah. in the work. So it's not I'm, I feel like I'm not gonna have to weed him out. Like it's mm-hmm. gonna click. I'm already know. Mm-hmm. Um, finding peace, like you said, finding peace, establishing a foundation built off of peace will help you to navigate so many other aspects of your life, whether it's your career, um, your marriage, your relationship, parenting. Peace brings on a whole nother level of clarity. I feel like of, of love, of softness. Sometimes we, we, we're too hard. Mm-hmm. We're too hard on ourselves. You know what I mean? Like we're 
So I think that was very important for me to just establishing that foundation of peace, because once I did that, there were a lot of relationships that I didn't necessarily, excuse me, when I say relationships, I'm saying with family members, friends, I didn't rekindle, but I had to go back to them and apologize. I had to apologize for any pain or any hurt that I may have caused. I had to explain to them my absence was because of me, me needing to get myself together, me needing Mm -hmm. to sit with me. So establishing that foundation of peace gave me that urge to want to do that because I didn't want to have any relationships out here with anyone and it's rocky or it's misunderstood or it was just left mishandled. That was so important for me. Because I feel like from there, with that foundation, um, my decisions became more intentional. So my decisions to mend those relationships, even if we didn't speak again, but just putting it out there, hey, forgive me if I caused you any harm. Being more intentional with my time, just it's just peace again. It just peace just brought me to be able to have that clarity on something else that was important to me that you mentioned was filling voids. I think for me too, one thing that over time I realized um, was just that that void that I was looking to have filled. I really do feel like the one that I was looking to fill ended up only being able to be filled by me. Mm. Like, And what I mean by that is I was the love, quote unquote, that was missing because I wasn't loving on me. Mm -hmm. I was receiving love from a lot of different places. You Mm. know what I mean? My parents, my children, um, you know, Zoe's dad, the person I'm in the relationship with, like everybody was, and however their way of showing love, however that looks, they were showing me love. But I didn't love me. I wasn't loving on Tia. So that boy was me. Like I was the missing puzzle piece. So again, when that transition happened where I forgave myself, that's when I realized, okay, you weren't loving yourself because you you were still allowing your past to define who you are. Mm -hmm. You were still feeling like because of the mistakes that you made, Mm-hmm. you aren't worthy of being loved you know what I mean I didn't even feel like I was worthy of being loved by other people so of course I wasn't loving myself because I didn't understand why these people <laughs> love me right so once that clicked for me and I forgave myself and I started saying to myself on the daily I remember my aunt she always would tell me you know say it to yourself my past does not define me my past does not define me and I would just speak that daily whether it be out loud whether if I start having crazy thoughts in my head okay mentally I would just let that be what I focused on my past doesn't define me um that's when I really was able to that love just started pouring into me and Mm -hmm. I didn't even realize it because I started speaking life into myself so that was the void for me just missing out on that love for me so that kind of goes back to what you and I spoke about as far as my week um loving on me and doing things to to show myself like 
hey, don't forget about you. It's okay yeah. to be caught up in the day-to-day of being a mom and, you know, working and having a business, but don't forget to show up for yourself. Absolutely. Sit there, wrap your arms around yourself. Sit on the side of the bed when you get out the shower and wrap your arms around you, hug you. Yeah. yeah. So, that's important. And I think that's, I started doing that after I started putting relationships on, on the back burner when mm-hmm. I was like, all right, I'm done with them. I want to sit with myself and I want to love myself and enjoy being by myself. Mm-hmm. What do you love about yourself? I think, I'm, you know, when you eliminate all the noise yes. from around you, and again, when you find your, yourself by yourself, how are you talking to yourself? How are you loving on yourself? I would go to dinner with myself. I, I love going out to eat by myself. Mm-hmm. I would go to the movies by myself. Um, I would do all these things by myself. Like, I just mm-hmm. wasn't concern and I enjoyed it when I took a moment and I really embraced my single space Mm -hmm. it was it was hard to let go of I'm not gonna lie I was enjoying it so much when TJ came around and he had pissed me off I'm like you know I just be by my damn self Mm -hmm. I love being by myself I didn't have to deal with none of this it was never a question of oh you pissing me off I'm about to leave you and go find somebody nah no I, I just want to be by myself. And that is something that I battle with. And he will tell you in the beginning of our relationship, it was because I'd be quick to be like, you can get out or Absolutely. you can go on about your business. Cause I loved being by myself, but I removed all that noise from mm-hmm. around me. And it just felt so good to just sit with myself. Absolutely. Whew, girl, the peace. Look, the peace that comes. You would with think it. my marriage is miserable, by the way. I'm over here like, oh my God. But when I say I loved on myself, I loved on mm-hmm. myself emotionally, mentally, physically. Yes. Okay. Like, oh, what do you do when you get hot and bothered? Oh, baby, I love her. I light a candle. Turn uh-huh. off the lights. Hey. Mm. light a candle that was me okay okay (laughs) okay no but but real talk like uh but that was once I removed the thing the noise the noise but let's I want to touch on something you kind of brought up a little point and I'm not going to go too deeply into it but I'm I'm sure some people are married, some people are single. And so for those single women out there, I think too, it's important for us to understand once we find that that level of peace and comfort of just being with ourselves that you just spoke about, um, we got to understand too, the type of men that we attract change instantly. Because of that energy that we now are exuding, it's positive. It's, I know my worth. It's, don't come over here with that mess. I also noticed that we got to be okay with God placing people in our lives for a season or a reason as well when you're single. You know, a lot of times he will place someone in our lives for them to be a, a, a testimony our journey or for us to be one for them 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a lot of times, you know, there, there, there's a reason why he may need this person to learn something about themselves or it's just so many different reasons that he allows us to connect and meet with people. And so we have to also in our singleness to be okay with every man not being your happily ever after. Mm. That's important too. We cannot mm. think that because we meet a man on Tuesday and everything's gone. What's your takeaway? Um, so I would just say to one, love on yourself. Mm -hmm. Talk to yourself. Be kind to yourself. Mm -hmm. Be kind to yourself. Speak life. You are That's worthy. Yes. You are so worthy. Like like Tia said, your past, your mistakes do not define you. You go find me something or someone. You go find me someone who hasn't mm -hmm. made a, a mistake, who hasn't made a poor decision. Go find mm -hmm. them. Extend mercy to yourself. You being too hard on yourself, sis. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, be kind to yourself. You are so worthy. And I am here. If nobody else is here, I'm here to let you know that you are destined for greatness. That you are destined to live a life that is full of peace. Mm -hmm. True joy. I always say joy. Happy is cool, but joy is a whole nother word. Absolutely. Um, I am here to remind you that you are loved. I am here to remind you that you deserve an, a life of abundance. We all do. We all have a story. Some struggles may be harder than others, but I just feel like if your struggle is even harder, then your treasure will be even greater. Come on. Like you are. And don't give up on yourself. Don't give up. I know it's hard. Keep the right people around you. Even if it's us, turn us on if you just need a reminder. If you don't Absolutely. got nobody else in your circle, turn on Crown Chronicles. Let us be that light. Let us be that voice. That is truly what we are here for. Um, and it just bring like it just because truly that is what we are here for. We are here for y'all. We are here to be the light in a place of darkness, or even when we shine it, you know, to be even a brighter light. Um, I also feel like we're also here to to go through this journey with a lot of people as well. Mm -hmm. We haven't arrived. Mm -hmm. we're still on this journey so let us be each other's support systems like let us be each other's shoulders yeah. let's be there for one another like I said we haven't arrived so some things that some people are out there going through right now I could be going through it today too mm -hmm. so turn us on and listen to me basically speak life into you yes. as I'm speaking life into myself by just mm. getting out because that's my main thing I just want everyone to know like that's that's my personal um take on it 
I'm going through all of this right along with you guys. Some things, yes, we have overcome. You know, we've made it past. We've made it through. But we are all still on this journey. And honestly, it's a journey that you're never going to end. It's constant. So I just want everyone to know that we we're in this together. We're all in the same car. Put your seatbelt on. Mm -hmm. get ready the ride may get rough there may be some twists some turns some u-turns <laughs> but trust and believe no one's getting out we're in this together mm -hmm. and we're here for each other we're here for you all yes yeah that's I just I just wanted to say that like I just want everyone to know like we are all in this together we are all in it like she and like Tia said I mean, for every new level, it's going to require a new you. Yes. It's going to require that we all continuously grow and evolve and remain coachable. And we're not, like Tia said, we're not here because we got it all figured out. Now, there are some things that we have overcome, but please believe we're still overcoming and there's going to be things that present themselves in the future mm -hmm. that we are going to need assistance overcoming um, ourselves. And so again because i just want to be the best me every day i want to continue to grow do yeah. better learn more learn from y'all learn from my sister and um it's gonna be it's gonna be all right but hang in there be kind to yourself i can't say that enough be kind to yourself please show Love up for yourself. yourself forgive yourself show up for yourself what are you doing? Be intentional with yourself. Be intentional. Don't slack on you. Period. But I think one of the things that resonated with me to really get me a little bit more open to, I feel like, a little open and more okay with, you know, even just starting that journey is understanding that everyone's journey is different and it happens mm -hmm. at different times. And I think me even speaking to people like in my mom's generation, like their generation, I think it's very important for them to understand and know that even in their 50s and older, because I know everybody's parents are different, but are different ages, but like 50 and up, it's okay to be starting that, that healing journey and process now. You know, it's okay that you didn't get that wake up call or, you know, that moment of clarity until you were 55 it's just about starting it's arriving that's it it's arriving so i that's that's what was kind of important to me to go back to what we said you know your pivot happened early on in life my pivot happened when i was what 26 27 you know a lot later on in life i've already had my kids you know I had already moved to a new state and it still hadn't occurred, but it's okay. But honestly, friend, my pivot didn't happen until my real pivot, right? Mm -hmm. So we've had pivots. We've had things that we overcame and, you know, like that, that, okay. So let's, let me say this. When I had my son and I was pregnant with my daughter, that was one pivot, right? Okay. 
having my son, being pregnant with the second child, living with my mom, dad is incarcerated, collecting state assistance. Mm-hmm. That once I got pregnant with my daughter, my second child, that was one. Okay. That was to start to one thing, knowing that this, I wanted to prove my mom wrong. Mm. I wanted to prove to my mom that I wasn't just trying to be a statistic because these are the things that she would say to me. That was one. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what do I got to do? I need to go get me a job, get out here, get on my grind, get up out of her house and get me and my kids their own space. However, I was still attracting certain type of people and certain type of men. Mm -hmm. So that was another journey I had to go on and I had to overcome. 28 is when I hit my other pivot, when I was done attracting, when I did myself work Mm -hmm. and started looking in the mirror, started figuring out why Am I attracting these these kind of behaviors mm-hmm. and people and knowing that that's not what I want in my life? That was just another pivot. You know what I'm saying? That was another thing that I had to overcome, overcame that. And, and again, for every every new level requires a new you. Yeah. And that's what I say, what we were saying is just, we're still going through it. We don't have it all figured out. There are certain things in life that we have figured out and that we've strayed from and that we will not revert back to. But there are also other things that we're still trying to overcome and, you know, in the future that we're going to have to overcome. But I didn't have it all figured out, <laughs> you know, and I still don't have it all figured out, right? Right. And like you said, whether you're 40 or you're 50 or you're 60, and my prayer from my father is that he figures it out before he leaves this earth, that he can leave earth in a peaceful place. Yeah. That he leaves earth no longer bearing and holding and carrying whatever shame and guilt he has. Same for my mother. That's very important to me as well. And I think that when we as their children, don't get me wrong, I know we're all adults, but we're their children. When we've reached that place, the way we yearn for them to experience that same level of freedom that we are, you know what I mean? I definitely feel that that's something I pray for a lot for both of my parents to arrive at that place of first forgiveness mm-hmm. and then peace sitting with self. Mm-hmm. That's so important to mm-hmm. me. And even with our friends, I mean, that's something that I had to, uh, I had to work through because I was at a place where I felt like once I got it, I expected all my friends to get it. To follow suit, yeah. And that was a part that I fucked up on. I had I had put an expectation out there that um, 
was unrealistic. Mm-hmm, for sure. <laughs> and then just coming to a place where it's like, okay, I got to accept and respect everybody's journey just like mine because there's plenty of people who could have been like, Al should have got this a long time ago. You know, like, we have our friends that we went to school with who went straight to college, who got yeah. the career straight out the gate and, you know, did things the way that society says we should do things. And so I'm sure they've looked at me like, shit, I got it. Why don't you have it? Mm-hmm. And so it was very selfish of me and um, careless of me to put that type of expectation on my friends, too. Because you and that's you, something I just got over about a year and a half. We talked about it. And that's wow. very important. hmm That's very important. Respecting the journey. Respecting the journey, baby. Yeah. Whatever that may look like. Whatever. And however long that may take. Absolutely. Because we gotta understand, I feel like my personal opinion is ultimately. God is who's leading us down these paths, right? Mm -hmm. He has the final say. So a lot of us believe that our lives are already predestined. They're already planned out for us. So who are we to come in and say, this person should have gotten it two months ago or two years ago? Well, maybe God has been going through certain things right now to make sure that when that time does come and that that moment strikes and it hits, they've already experienced this. Like it's so necessary. Everything that we go through, all of our experiences, all of the relationships that we develop over time, they're all very necessary and a part of the journey. So again, who are we to say, Mm -hmm. it's your time? Mm -hmm. Yep. I am. I feel you. Gotta re- work on just removing that judgment, yes. or you know, to you it may not look like judgment, but in a sense where it's like you should have did this, and but yeah, judgment and like you said, expectations. Expectations. Yeah. Stop expecting ourselves from other people. Mm. Well, because I'm working we, with my husband. Like, who are we to feel like? we got it all or you know what I mean like I'm the part like I should be you should be more like me or I should be able no but the thing the thing is a lot of times it doesn't even present yourself like that speaking from personal experience right when I would overcome something and and the light finally clicked you know switched Mm -hmm. on for me it was like man and I see some of my close friends struggling with those same things. And I'm telling mm-hmm. you, like, this is what I did. Da, 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 da. Like, I feel like I'm giving you the blueprint, not because I feel mm-hmm. like I'm perfect and I just have it all figured out. But it's just like, learn from me. Uh-huh. Like, come on, y'all. Like, learn from me. Like, let's move on. Like, let's get over it and let's go on to the next thing. And, and it was always from a place of pure intention. Anytime, anytime I live with that, like, come on, like, and I find myself getting frustrated because you doing like the same things that you've watched Mm -hmm. me go through and that Mm -hmm. I watched me overcome, but yet you're still traveling on that same path. You watched me go down and watch me overcome it. It was frustrating for me and, and I was pushing because I want you to come like, I just want this same peace that I feel now for you. 
Absolutely. You know, it was always from a pure space. It was never from a place of I'm looking down on you. And, oh, I got it all figured out. Like and you just over here fucking off or on some dumb shit. Like, what are mm-hmm. you doing? Da, 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 da. Now, don't get me wrong. It might be like, all right. Now, what are we doing for real? Yeah, for sure. But trust and believe it was always from a good place. But even if that... <laughs> Even though I knew I was leading with the most purest of intentions, God said, Whoa, whoa, baby. Yeah. You interfering. Yeah. Allow me to do for them what I've done for you. Yeah. And take a step back. I got this. And I was just like, Okay, God. all right. You're right. Show you right. I'm cool. I'm going to lock it and put it in my pocket. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Cool. Because honestly, I do feel like for some people, they have to go through it on their own. There are a lot of people who you can say, hey, this is what happened. This was the outcome, you know? And that's why I agree, but I don't agree on that saying a smart man or woman learns from their own mistakes, but a wise man or woman learns from the mistakes of others. Yes and no. Because mm, come on, elaborate. There are things, there are gems and jewels that are dropped on me by my elders that I take heed to. And I'm like, oh, I'm running with that. Oh, thank you so much. You just really like you blessed me with those words. You really just fed my spirit. I needed that. Now I know what to do. The, I'm going to make this pivot now just based off of what you just shared with me. And then there's often times where people share things with me and I'm like, okay, that may have worked for you. That's not really, I'm not feeling that. I don't think that's the way for me to go. Or I don't think that that, I almost feel like I I need to go left because I I need, I believe it's something else. I see something else. You know what I mean? I, I see where that may take me. So that's why I say, yeah, you know. Hmm. A lot of us have to have our own experiences. That's what shapes us. That's what molds us into being greater people. That's what helps us to evolve is by going through some of those hard times, going through some of those experiences that really, whether it's strength, it it may strengthen you emotionally, strengthen you spiritually, because you got to think about it too. For me personally, when I go through some of my roughest times, that's when my My prayer life is strengthened. My faith is strengthened. That's when God allows me to show myself how much I depend on him and how much I trust in him. So sometimes those situations and those experiences are needed for me to go through on my own because there are certain lessons within them that I personally feel like I need to be taught. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, I just want to say, and just to kind of play the devil's advocate here is that was me. I was the rebellious one. My mom would tell you, I was the one that had to bump my head to mm-hmm. get as I got older, I was able to learn more from other mis- you know, others mistakes and Mm -hmm. um their counsel but Mm -hmm. as a young woman as an adolescent um 
it was all about figuring it out on my own. Mm-hmm. And I say that a lot. I say that your 20s is real. That's where you're going to make a lot of mistakes. That's where you're going to learn a lot about yourself. That's where you're going to hire. You're going to fire motherfuckers. You figuring out you. You probably going to bump your head the most. However, what I would say is as we grow older, and this is just me personally, mm-hmm. I think it's a little easier to not have to put yourself through so much to get the lesson. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, everybody, but everybody has made a mistake that they have learned from. Mm -hmm. Some others can learn from others sooner. Mm -hmm. Um, However, I feel like as we grow older, I think it's important that we know that we don't have to take ourselves through traumatic experiences to learn something or to pass the tests. Mm -hmm. And that is my hope and my prayer. My hope and my prayer is that we eliminate as many traumatic experiences as we can. Now, granted, all these things that I experienced in my life, those abusive relationships like has really played a part. All the mistakes that I've made, has truly helped shape me into who mm-hmm. I am and who and has helped me to arrive to where I am now. I don't want to go through that shit again, bitch. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? If I can learn from somebody, if I can sit back and be coachable and not feel like, oh, I know it all. But you know what? You know why I made all those mistakes? Is because I felt like I knew it all. Mm-hmm. When I made all those poor ass decisions, I felt like I knew what I was doing. I had it figured out. I was grown. You can't tell me nothing. That was the type of mentality I had. Mm-hmm. Now I don't. I don't have it figured out. I'm trying to learn. I want to learn from you. You got it figured out. Cool. Give me the blueprint. I want to know. But I don't want to have to go through all that. And let's be honest, though. And I again like you said we have to play devil's advocate not every situation not every experience is going to be traumatic or it's going to be extreme I think that's number one um and I think number two some things aren't avoidable like some some experiences some lessons have to be like you have to experience them like you I, I that's just my personal opinion I'm not saying like for example yeah give me if somebody example. tells you about abuse an abusive relationship what 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 the red flags are or what it looks like at the door yes mm-hmm. of course something like that but I do feel like there are certain experiences certain things that even as an adult we have to go through that's just my personal opinion well of course we're not going to stop experiencing them but let's, I'm just saying, like, there's things that we definitely can avoid. There's a lot of mm-hmm. decisions that we've made that have caused more example. But let's be honest. Spending habits, right? right? We're not even going to talk about um, abusive relationships or, like, super traumatic experiences, right. right? Let's just talk about spending habits, budgeting, Okay. You done ran up your card mm-hmm. so much and you done dug yourself into a pile of debt. Mm-hmm. 
because we just out here just doing us sometimes yes and i did that in my 20s where i had to <laughs> dig myself out of it right but if you have these podcasts or these youtubes that are teaching financial literacy mm-hmm. who are teaching you how to navigate bad credit how to um improve your credit how to dig yourself out of credit learn from those people you know Absolutely. what i'm saying don't just i'm still going you know there are certain things that you can learn from people and like you said to us i did it i had to repair my credit i was young i didn't know no better you know i didn't and those are just things i had to go through and they may not be traumatic but some it might be that could have been the difference from you living out your car or on the street you having a home you know what i'm saying but it's for sure it's not that traumatic but I would just say as we grow older, I would just encourage everyone. Again, I'm still respecting the journey because we're still going to make mistakes. We still going to be up in somebody's mall knowing damn well we shouldn't be up in that damn mall. You know what I'm saying? But as we grow older, I just want to encourage everybody to just, again, be be a little bit more intentional. Yes, and be mindful another more minute or second before you swipe that card absolutely and to your point too you 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 know you raised the thought you know we a lot of this stuff did happen and occur early on in our 20s and like you know early 20s or whatever because I do feel like not blaming them but our parents didn't necessarily have the tools that they needed either to teach certain things to teach us about our credit or you know getting credit cards or saving and all of that so yes to your point now that we all are well aware of how things work and there's so many different resources at our fingertips Mm -hmm. we truly are in a much better position currently in this day and age then I feel like we were when we were coming up in our early you know 20s because we were just ignorant to a lot of different things we didn't know to no one else's fault it's just something that we lacked something that we didn't have so yes right and in situations like that take advantage of those people or those podcasts like she said those YouTubes it's on social media, there's so many people who are willing to give you the game, who are willing to help you succeed. Mm-hmm. Listen to them. Focus in on those people. Don't focus in on the ones who have arrived in their careers or you know where they are as entrepreneurs, but maybe aren't willing to lend a helping hand and give some feedback or give some advice. Don't focus on those people because I'm telling you, there's more people out there who are willing to help, who are willing to spread that knowledge and that encouragement and that love and that guidance. Those are the people that you have to listen to, which goes back to how the conversation started. What are you listening to? Who are you listening to? Who are the friends? Who are the people? Who is your circle? What kind of music? What type of literature are you reading? 
or are you listening to? Because that's another thing. It's such a blessing to be able to listen to these books, audio books and podcasts. There, we really have no excuse to not feed ourselves. Mm-hmm. Because if you're working out, you got your headphones in. If you're driving, you're listening to it in the car. If you're on a plane, you have the option to constantly feed yourself and build yourself up. Mm-hmm. There's literally no excuse. Yeah. And again, I respect everyone's journey, but let's not be dumb. No, I'm just, <laughs> but like, I'm just saying, like, why? Not I, as well. Let's just not. That's been you Let's not put ourselves through more than we really have to. No, okay. Let's just not try to be more mindful and more intentional. I be dumb. That's not I'm dumb. Sorry. Is you dumb? No. <laughs> <laughs> not for real. No, but let us know. Let us know what you're thinking. Just share your thoughts, your feedback, anything we touched on, anything that provoked a thought for you. Please share that with us um, on all social media. And if you want to like leave any questions, definitely send us an email at crownchroniclespod at gmail.com. And we will see and talk to you all next week.